Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm your host, Greg Williams, and this is day four, Thursday, uh, with our guests and friends in Christ, the Coopers, Mike and Denisa from Oak Factory Fame. All right. If you missed any of those previous programs, as always, check them out at WJMM.com. Go to the podcast tab near the upper right. Check the Love and Lordship links. And I'm going to leave it at that, except you can listen every day on WJMM 99.1 FM here in central Kentucky on your radio dial Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. So appreciate you joining us. Please give us some feedback. You can contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love and Lordship, spell it all out, put it together at gmail.com. So with that, I want to welcome back Mike and Denisa. Thank you all again for day four here. Uh, we, I made a comment yesterday, and uh, we, we, I want to build on this son. You guys go to a, a, a strong church, we do. dynamic church, church, do a lot of faith. things. None of us are perfect, right? I go to Jessamine Christian. There's a lot of good things going on. I've been to Church of the Savior many times and love it, love the people, love what's going on. But I, I'm going to make a statement here, Dan. I want you guys to pick up on it because you guys know well enough. You actually lived it. Mm-hmm. I did too. The American church, for the most part, is extremely weak. And, and I say that for one reason. We are not making disciples of Christ. We're making a lot of church converts, but very few disciples of Christ who love God with all they are, mm. know and love who they are in Christ, so they can truly love others. Most of the time what I see is, oh good, you're saved. Sign up for our community service and go love and serve others. And we're sending out, I've said this many times, Want to get your all We send out empty infants into the greatest battlefield in all of history and eternity. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Either one of you, Mike, Denisa, what do you think? <laughs> this is a hard thing to say because I know we see it, but it really is. It's weak, and we've got to change that. Somebody's got to step up and start changing that. Yes, I think you're exactly <laughs> right. I think part of the problem is, um, you know, our pastors need to stand up and speak for the Lord. It's a great start. I mean, yep. they're um, so worried about pleasing the congregation yes. Yes. that... You or know, not getting pushback from the world or the exactly. government or schools or whoever, right? Yeah. Yeah, Keep people coming. They avoid the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they really, really are. And, you know, one thing that we talk about a lot is there is just one church. Yes. You know, yes. It, we need unity. There is yes. just one church. It's not, right. you know, I don't know how many is in Kentucky, but when it all boils down, it is just one church, his church. Right. And here's the interesting thing. I said this at a Sisters for Life. People know about Sisters for Life through our ministry and what we're partnering with them on. But they have a luncheon once a month, and it's quite a diverse luncheon, both in terms of ethnicity which there actually is only one race. The Bible tells us very plainly oh, there's yeah. only there's one only race. One race. Uh, but, so, so, but there's different ethnicities. And, and that, a that's lot right. of things define that. That's okay. But there's one race in God, right. created one race. Uh, the other thing, though, is it's very diverse in terms of faith. There's, there, there, there's Catholic, there's various uh, denominations of Protestant that are all there. And the, Lord, the Holy Spirit laid on my heart last month just to stand up and say two things. The word that he placed on my heart because the new archbishop, who is a, is a black gentleman, right. African-American gentleman, if you want to call it that, uh, whatever you want to call that, however they want to state that, but um, he is the first African-American or black archbishop in, in Kentucky. I know him. Louisville is the diocese, right? Right. Um, and he came and spoke, did a great job. 
A lot of good comments. But the word that the Lord laid on my heart was unity. And then I made this comment. You guys can pick it up from here. There is only one church. Correct. And if we're not a part of the unity of that one church, then we're not a part of Christ's church because he prayed that in John 17 in the high priestly prayer of unity. And his prayers were always answered. Mm -hmm. And I think you hit on something. If we're not speaking truth, we're not part of that. No, we're not. The whole truth. Yeah. And if we're divided as a church, yeah. then we're going to be separated. We're going to fall. Yeah. You know, we need to come together. And really, Jesus is the main thing. You know, so, I mean, that has to be the focus yeah. of our core and the focus of our beliefs. Yeah. You know, so. Let me give you another quote from our book that goes along with this, this, what we're talking about today, the weakness of the American church, Western civilization, I would say, the church. Yeah. When we place the body above the head, oh, yeah. we're in idolatry. Now, that's hard for some people to hear because when they really hear that, what we're saying is we've placed the church and all the activities mm. and how many people we've got coming and stuff right. above what you just said, right. Mike. It's all about Jesus. Right. He's the head. And it's about the lost. Yeah. I mean, that's really right. all it's about. Right. It's, right. It's, you know, Jesus says I mean, we're supposed to make disciples and we're supposed to be out here spreading the good news because yeah. this world is lost. Seek and you know, save that which was right, lost. And it's broken. Right. And and the only way that it's going to get fixed is with God, not with man. Yeah. And by the way, that salvation is the work of God. Yeah. It's not our work. No. But he did leave us something to do right. with those people. Go and make disciples. Yeah. That's what our churches ought to right. be doing. The problem is we think that when they sit in there for half an hour, an hour every Sunday, that we're discipling them. Yeah. And I've had pastors ask me, I said, yeah. no, you're preaching to them. And that's good. Keep preaching as long as you give the whole truth. Your Sunday school teachers or small groups or whatever are teaching them. And in some of your small groups, you may be getting to discipleship. But I ask two questions. Where's the fruit of discipleship in the obedience? And where's the accountability for that fruit? Yeah. Are you getting right. that with all the people that right. you preach to? Yep. And what's the worldview of the church? Right. Is it God's worldview or is yeah. it man's is it, worldview? Is it biblical? We, or is yeah. It, yeah. What are we teaching? You know, and, right. and that's where we got to draw the line. Yeah. Okay, let me segue here because we've talked about this before. You said it's about Christ. It's about reaching the lost. It's about finding them and helping them know the Lord right. and making disciples. You guys mentioned earlier this week your business is the Lord's, and yep. you use it as you wrote on the floor and the walls. I remember seeing that when you guys were building it. Yep. I got to come by and see that years ago. And then you... Um, you talked about the Lord using the business to reach people for him. What does that look like for you guys when you interact with customers? and Because you still do a business, and you just make it a Christian business. How do you do that? Denise, well, you want to go first? you know, um, people like to talk about themselves. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and There's so a shocker. Customers, That's what we're doing. You know, yeah. uh, and we're very friendly people anyway. Yes, you're both So, up. you know, Extroverts. customers tend to, and really with all our people, customers tend to, you know, if they've got a problem or mostly sicknesses. Yes. Um, you know, if they bring it up, then we're the first ones to say, can we pray for you? Yeah. Like yeah. right, right then and there. Right yeah. then, yeah. not right later. There. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we up. like to lay hands on people and pray healing for yeah. them because we believe that mm -hmm. that is a miracle, yes. that yeah. things get like that happen yeah. all the time, yeah. all the time. Yes. God yeah. is, that is his ministry. God yeah. loves to heal people. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we have that, we have a prayer box in the front where people yep. can uh, put prayers in. We have a prayer wall back in my office. And then we have, uh, I'm probably giving away at least 10 new Bibles a, a month just 
by putting them in the foyer. Yep. People are picking them, picking them up. There's a need. People hungry. are hungry. Um, yes, well, they are. What they is Ecclesiastes uh, 11, 3, say, or 311? I, I may have the number. I may be dyslexic right now, but it's one of those two. It says God has placed eternity in their hearts. That's right. You can't get around that. No. So they're looking and seeking. They're, they're hungry. They're trying give, to fill that hole. Testimony. Yeah. Give, me, give me a story. You don't have to give names or anything of, of, of where that's happened, where oh, you pray for let someone. Me, let me tell you a recent one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just happened one. to Samantha. Yes, yesterday. She yeah. got a customer yesterday who had battled um, breast cancer. Okay. And nine months ago, that customer's mother was in the store, and Samantha had sold them something. And the customer had asked Samantha to pray for her daughter who had breast cancer. Yesterday, the daughter came in. She is nine months free. Nine months. Nine months free. Mom came in and asked for the prayer. Nine months free. Got Samantha as her person and said, I just want you to know I'm the one you prayed for nine months ago and I've been cancer free. And she had her mother on the phone while Samantha was standing there yesterday. And tears in her eyes. She's right here. Wow. And That's did, amazing. did that boost yeah. Samantha's yeah. Oh, faith? You know, faith? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness, and that woman's, did, yeah. okay, let me ask you this. Did the mom and the daughter know the Lord? I mean, some, some come in the do, many that come in. You know, do. we oh, saw, you don't know. You know Sometimes always you, ask that. Right, sure, we sure. Just ask if we just ask if we, we see a need and we ask if we can sure. pray for it. Sure. Because some, it, and people are receptive and sometimes they're not, but right, right. at least yeah. you do it. What would you say, and I'm just curious now more than anything, what would you say the percentage of people that say, yes, please pray for me? Because you're in a public setting. Yeah. They're probably looking around going, who's watching, right? You see some of that, yeah. right? So give me, oh. go, Oh, I, I think definitely 90% is probably. So 9 out of every yeah. 10 will go, Samantha, yes, please. Samantha seems to get the ones that will say no. And that just kills yeah. her. You know, yeah. they'll go, no, they don't want to be prayed for. But man, you know, what a but, testimony yeah, that was. I'd say at least 90%. Yeah. We're just most, supposed to be obedient. Most people are ready. Exactly right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or, 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 they're, or they're needy. Yeah. And they go, yes. what have I got to lose? That's, That's right. Right? Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. When are we most prone to seek God is when we're desperate. Yeah. Hurting. And we've got a lot of yeah. desperate, hurting people right now in our, boy, in, with boy. COVID and with the thing, you know, and with just the government and the things yeah. that are going on in our, you know, economy. Yeah. And, and back know, to our original are, thought on today's show, the weakness of our churches. Yeah, absolutely. People are coming they're in They're not going, getting fed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're not being taught how to feed themselves. Right. Uh, I've shared this before, maybe on the show, but I know in churches and stuff. Francis Chan, you guys familiar with that oh, name? Yeah, oh, yeah, great. He left his mega church because yes, he kept he telling them, we're not making disciples. we got to do it differently. And, of course, they wouldn't do it. So right. he up and left. Uh, one of the sermons he did, I think it was at that church before he left, was he brought up a, a, a little baby bottle, like four ounce, one of the little ones. And he, entered, he gave, did his intro, and they were laughing and cutting up and stuff. And then he got serious, and he goes, he, he started his sermon off by picking up the bottle and sucking on it for like 10 seconds. And then he looks at him and he says, Are you, is that awkward for you guys? That know? You know, several thousand people sitting there going, yeah, you know. And he goes, well, here's the, he does it again for about five seconds. And then he says, you guys suck. To the whole crowd. This was his message that day. But here was his point. I won't go the whole thing. Here's his point. We're not... Most of you come in here for for maybe if you come if you're really good churchgoers you come for two or three hours a week. That's right. At different times. Not just so you're Sunday. doing really good. That's a churchgoer though. But he said we're not making disciples. Right. Because you all are still on the milk, and he grabs it and does it again. And Hebrews uh, five says five twelve says 
why are you still drinking milk? Yeah. By this time, you should be eating meat and you should be teaching others. Right. Well, the, the ones who need the yeah. milk can get it. So the whole point in that was you don't know where they are, but our job is to point them to Christ. He saves them. Now we go to work. We're supposed to be the disciple makers, right? Have you got any? we got a little bit of time left before we close this out because yeah. uh, we can segue into tomorrow as we close out. Have you got any where someone came back in at this point? Whether you do or not, I'm just curious. Has somebody said, you guys led me to the Lord because you prayed for us or something like that? We've had a lot of employees for those oh yeah. that have left they us sent and letters. sent letters back to us to let us yeah. know yeah. the yeah. impact we had on them. When we didn't know it sometimes. Right, you know, sure. We're, we're being watched, yeah. you know. No, and you're, no. you're, being, you're being watched at work. Yeah. Which yeah. is where we, you know, you let your guard down a lot of people. Yeah. Do, That's the salt and light, though. That's yes. why we can't let our guard down. No. we got to yeah. keep walking. And in I, I want to mention all through Gene's uh, hospitalization. Oh, yes. Uh, and he's doing great now. He's a banker at PNC. I'll put yeah. that okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and anyway, nice. we, we realized Good very quickly yeah. that sometimes it's not about us or our child. It's about what's going on around us. Yeah. People are watching us to see how we're going to react that's in right. this tragedy that's right. that we're going on. Absolutely. And that's really... Yeah. That, Is your faith real? That's right. If they're no different than the world when catastrophe strikes, Why would they what good them? is it? That's right. right. Hey, we, we're, we're cutting close on time, so we're okay. going to pick that okay. up tomorrow, okay? <laughs> that's right. Uh, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. And as always, uh, I want you to have you invite your friends and families and loved ones and enemies to join us so we can hear more of this message. Great message. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.